0: What's up, guys? Uh, yeah. Welcome to back to another uh, episode of Odyssey Disabled. I am your host, Caleb Center, And this is me, Trevor king And, uh, yeah, that was... Some very beautiful music for everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. But, um... So, we're taking another little uh, one-off episode here style thing like we do with the top ten games. Because we want to do these every now and then just to kind of break up some monotony. But uh, we got a big episode planned for the next episode after after this one, and uh, that's gonna be good. So today we're talking about underrated games, and correct us if we're wrong, but in our eyes, these games are underrated. And we're, we're we're mainly saying they're underrated in the fact
1: that they don't get a They don't get as much attention as either other
0: games in their series or either. Just in general, either that or you know, people just don't talk about them that much or anything or stuff like that. I mean, the games could be popular, but to us, these are what we're calling underrated and what we're how we see them. Other people may see them as not underrated, some might, I don't know. But anyway, um, uh, so the first one we got down on here is The Darkness, a game I have never played. It's great. It's um... it's emo. It's it's pretty nineties. Uh, it came out like mid two thousands. So <laughs> it's basically uh, if you if you took the crow, made it a little more edgy, and, and put took it, away the face paint. Yeah, made it into a video game. Um, it's not really that edgy. It's honestly. still pretty. It's edgy. edgy, but like at least it doesn't have like the edgy dialogue and shit. Yeah. So I mean. That's a plus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not—it's not somebody making a bad pun or some crap like that, or saying like you should have wore black today. <laughs> I mean, every, every time,
1: like the very first time I ever watched The Crow, which was was it this year? I think it was yeah. the, it was this year. Like Could me, I? me sitting in the room, I felt like I was going to get cut with how edgy that fucking movie was. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ, I'm like, I don't see how. I'm glad I was born at the end of the 90s that way I didn't have to live through that bullshit (laughs) Crow is a good movie (laughs) I'm not not, not dissing the Crow I'm just saying everything from that time period yeah I mean hell I love Spawn but damn Spawn itself is
0: woo man it feels like trying to sit down on a cheese grater man dude Spawn is like one of the most 90s things (laughs) Um, but yeah, so The Darkness, we're going to kind of, each game, we're going to try, try to give you kind of a little synopsis of a little bit of the story and everything so you get an idea of what it's kind of about. So if you've never played it, you got an idea of what you're getting into if you want to try to play them. So The Darkness, you play as a, as a young man uh, in a black trench coat, dual wielding engraved 1911s uh, with long straight black hair that looks like it has been washed in three months. If that isn't enough
1: edge for you already,
0: I don't know what is, man. Uh, but yeah, his name is Jackie Estacado, and he's part of a, of a mafia family and, uh, they operate, I think it's the New York area if I remember correctly. And, uh, basically, there's, uh, like, pretty much on his 21st birthday is where, whenever you start the game, on his 21st birthday, he goes to do a, uh, hit job for his Uncle Paulie, which is the one that runs the mafia, uh, that he's part of. And, um uh, he goes to do the do an assassination and everything and whatever on the way there he gets uh betrayed by Paulie and it just so happens that uh his family has this kind of i guess you could say it's a curse pretty much it's a, it's it's a curse to where the the uh the males on their 21st birthday develop this uh it, entity basically, inside of them, and it's called The Darkness. And basically, it's, it manifests itself as two monster heads that comes out, of, it comes out of his back, and you use them to, like, attack and stuff like that, and they can eat people's hearts and give you health and stuff like that and everything. And So, yeah, it's pretty much the, the biggest premise, and a lot of other stuff that gets really dope in the game kind of goes into the story a little bit much, and we don't want to really spoil anything on these games. We just want to give you an idea of kind of what they're about. But, yeah, you just go around killing... Mafia dudes and all kinds of other dudes. (laughs) You even go to hell at one point. Yeah, (laughs) as you can see, the darkness ain't really darkness. It's just bad spaghetti, pretty much. (laughs) Oh yeah, and also one of the cool parts about the gameplay is you get these little uh, dudes. They're called, uh, I think I'm trying to remember the name of them, but they're like little minions, basically. And they they all have a different shot. Like there's four different ones. They all do something different. One has a minigun. The other one has, like, a suicide bomb. The other one can, like, zap lights because when you get in the lights, it hurts the darkness so that you lose a lot of your abilities whenever you're in light. And then the other one is... um I forgot the, what the other one does, but anyway. So it's like badass Pikmin. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Pikmin, but edgy. <laughs> Pikmin who grew up while I was listening to Blackfell Brides. And I'm mainly talking about the first darkness. Uh And I'm not going to say the game's perfect. It's got some gameplay uh, elements of it can be a little frustrating at times. Like, the, the aiming system is a little different than what other first-person shooters at the time had, where, you know, you have, like, a crosshair and everything like that, and you just use the crosshair. But this game, it basically had kind of a auto-tracking <clears throat> aiming system, basically. So, like, if you're... Whenever you're aiming, there's, like, a little red dot on the screen that's basically like it's acting like a laser pointer off the gun, and it automatically aims for you, and you just fire... So it's like OG Doom,
1: but no. it doesn't necessarily move the gun. It just you shoot in the general direction and it hits.
0: Yeah, but that was mainly because they couldn't make that one. Vertical. They didn't have they didn't have the technology yeah. at the time. But basically, what happened? Like, so basically, it's hard to aim specifically at a specific part of somebody if you want to shoot it because it, the the thing's just going to go where it wants to go. And that, as you look, you look up and down a person, the crosshairs will move to different parts of their bodies and lock onto them. So, like, if you aim lower on them, it'll lock to their legs. If you aim midway, it'll, like, torso-slash-arms, and then higher up, you'll aim at their head. And you just kind of got to get used to it. Uh, And then you have, like, powers that you can use with the darkness and everything like that, and some of them are freaking broken, like the black hole. Holy crap. (laughs) And, uh, of course, you have the little minion things I was talking about and everything, but other than that, it's, like, like combat and gameplay-wise, it's pretty much just a... I'd say very loosely semi-open world, uh, shooter, first person shooter that, you know, just has, some uh, powers that you can use as well. And when I mean like kind of semi-open world. I mean like you go into areas and you can explore the full area, but they're not like super big, but like there's a bunch of different little areas you can go to, that kind of thing is what I'm pretty much mean by saying that, but the games are really fun. The story is really deep, honestly. <laughs> it gets pretty freaking deep. And uh, I played it when I was younger, and I replayed it not super, like, was it like last year or something like that, whenever I got PlayStation Now for a little bit, and I played it on there and the second one again. No, it was earlier this year. No. It wasn't earlier this year. I think it was. Was it? Yeah. Huh. I'm sure it was. I don't know, but... Yeah, they're good. it's a good game, and uh, the second one's still pretty good, too, but I like the first one a little more. Uh, the second one, I don't like the art style and stuff, got a little more towards the comic book side of things, just because of the fact that the, the darkness is based off of comic books. So, uh, well, second game. <laughs> you you want to say this one, Trevor? Second game, it's a game I got probably
1: about an hour or two into. At at most, I beat it. Back it's in the it's it's a it's a good old fashioned God of War clone, named Dante's Inferno. Yes, which and is, is which is loosely based
0: off the real Dante's Inferno. Very loosely based <laughs> off of Dante's Inferno. Um, uh, yeah, this
1: game's pretty dope. <laughs> it this game is very edgy within itself. It's not necessarily the same type of edge as, like, The Darkness or The Crow, but more of a religious edgy. Yeah, and, like, shock value edgy. Yeah, definitely shock value, for sure. Because I didn't expect half the things to be in that game like it was. Yeah. Well, I would definitely say, well, like I said earlier, it's it's a God of War clone, so the combat, if you've ever played any of the early God of Wars, well, any of them except for the newest one. The combat's the same. Like it's and it feels the same, the characters move the same.
0: If you haven't played God of War, I don't know anybody who has honestly hasn't honestly, but yeah, you know, the clo- next closest thing you can somewhat akin it to is like Devil May Cry. It's like a hack and slash kind of combat style. So basically yeah. you get like a bunch of groups of enemies around you and stuff like that and you have to like hack and slash through them. So, it's kind of that, basic. Uh, and you get, like, you know, skills and stuff like that, and you can do different moves and everything, different weapons, all kinds of crap yeah, you like can, that. Yeah, you can
1: go further down the, uh... What were the two trees? One of the trees is, like, the more good Christian, the other, and the other side of the tree was, like, more hellfire demon. Yeah. In a way. Not like, your character, if I'm... I don't... I'm not 100% sure. Like, the character wouldn't look any different. It was just the actions that you took in the game would give you more angel points or more demon points. Yeah. Depending on what abilities or what decisions you make. One of my favorite mechanics in that game is that you got to meet people in there that were in hell. Because, because <sighs> spoil, spoiler alert, you, you go to hell, which is
0: pretty much the whole premise of Dante's Inferno. You spend pretty much the whole game there.
1: Yeah, the only part <laughs> of the game you don't, if I am honest, it's like at the very beginning of the game.
0: Yeah, like the very beginning, of like the first... Probably like what, like t- 30 minutes, if that, maybe 20. <laughs> yeah,
1: you spend on earth and then you end up falling in battle. You get stabbed in the back. This is all t- taking place during what was it, the first crusade? Yeah, you're a crusader. Yeah, this is taking place during the first crusade. You get stabbed in the back by one of the uh, I'm not even going to s- try to explain what they are. I'm- Basically, in the game sent a Muslim in a way, yeah you get stabbed were they
0: like weren't, weren't they like the turkish or something or... I'm not sure I can't remember what the first crusade was I, they were all against Muslims uh, well yeah, I know that It was like all Middle just East,
1: generic but... just
0: I'm just going to say generic term Muslim, yeah,
1: but you get you get stabbed in the back by the enemy and you die, and when you die, you end up like like you, like death comes to claim your soul and you and death have a big beef. You fight yeah. death. Yeah, you you literally fight death. <laughs> and you get his you get his scythe and everything. That
0: which acts as your main weapon.
1: Yeah, it, it pretty much is your main weapon. And it looks dope. Yeah. And you just you go through hell trying to figure out what happened to your well yeah, the wife, wife. Yeah, yeah, what happened to your wife and everything because she made some weird pact with the devil. And I'm not entirely sure what it was, but she made some weird pact with the devil, and you're trying to go get her soul back from him, and all that good stuff. Honestly, I I really, from what I played of it, I I, I liked it, but for me, that type of gameplay gets really boring really
0: quick. Yeah, you gotta have a kind of niche for it. Yeah,
1: which back in the day, whenever God of War was popular, I mean, that was all the hype. Everybody loved it, and everybody wanted that. But now, now with it being 2021, to me, that game style
0: or that, that way that the game plays is just really outdated and kind of bland to me. Yeah, everybody's... Honestly, if I can say there's any, like, big gameplay style that people are moving towards nowadays, it's the Souls-like. Yeah. A lot of games are doing that.
1: Oh, but getting back to what I was saying before I, cha- before I changed thoughts, one of my favorite mechanics that you get to meet people that 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 lived real lives and everything, which I'm not sure... How like if there are more people that you meet? I'm pretty sure there are, but like I don't know if any of them are are fictional or not. But like you get to meet uh, Pontius Pilate, you get to meet some some Greek dude, and you get to meet a couple other trapped souls in hell. Yeah. And what you end up doing, you can judge them based upon their sins, and you could either absolve them or damn them. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. I thought that was a really cool mechanic. And, and you you got to decide where people went. Yeah. And to me that, just, just cu- being in the South and having such a, having Christianity, I don't really want to say ingrained because that makes it sound really cultish, but basically being ingrained in my mind, it really tickled that itch. Yeah. Well, it scratched that itch I didn't know I had, which I was like, this is really cool. I get to see like I. And it's going to make me sound like a bad person, but I got to decide how things went. Yeah. But not necessarily just that, you just got to see. It was just the references that kind of made me happy.
0: Yeah. And like, of course, like, the, one of the biggest things that you do in the game is the fact that you, you fight through all the layers of hell. Yeah. And they're based on the seven sins. And so you got, like, you know, lust, greed, sloth, gluttony, all that. And each level. You have to get through each level and everything and like that and um, beat the main, I guess you can say, demon of it. Yeah, beat the main demon of each layer of hell. Yeah, and then you eventually work your way through all the layers and then you get to the point where you have to fight the devil. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert, the devil has a really big cock. This
1: game uh, has a lot of... Non-graphic G- imagery. <laughs> it, it, it does not censor at all. No, this game is very not child friendly. No, way more child friendly. Oh uh, no, no, God of War is way more child friendly than what this game is. Yeah, hands down.
0: This, this game, if you don't like very graphic things or anything like that, you would not like this game. Like there, like, like gore and all that. Like there but, are segments where you kill babies and everything, but they're demonic. So based to, be, to make it fair, they're so, okay. Okay, babies. so oh, so this is based off the Catholic. This game, most of the, the, the Christianity of this game is based off the Catholic uh, Christianity uh, sect, and basically, uh, in the Catholic Christianity sect, they believe that when babies are born and they are not baptized, when, uh, when they if they die without being baptized, they automatically go to hell, which is pretty fucked. But basically, the, the babies in the game that you fight are. Unbaptized or stillborn or anything. Basically, they die before they could get baptized. Of course, back in this time around the Crusades, everybody got their damn kid baptized. It's just, yeah. It's a baby's born. All right, we're straight, straight out. All right, rub some water on his head. <laughs> but, and he is like, basically, that's the reason why those are there because all of this is based off the Catholic uh, Christianity. So, a little bit of it is based off of other Christianities too, but most of it. It's based yeah. off the catholic christianity.
1: And I, and I like how they actually dig into the, the christian mythos.
0: Yes. Which a lot of I a lot, of, a lot I, of people a lot, are scared of, to do.
1: Yeah, cuz no but like even today no one wants to dig into christian mythos. Like how angels aren't actually pretty human human yeah. looking people. They're fucking terrifying. Yeah. Which, like there's
0: one angel where he's got like four heads and like six wings and one of them's a lion. <laughs> no, it's a it's it's
1: a it's a it's a head of a man, a head of a lion and a head of an eagle.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, though I, I, I can't remember which ones those are. It's either Seraphim or Cher cherubim. What's what's one of those. The ones that uh the ones that guard the throne personally, if I'm not mistaken, I those are the ones that consist of nothing but wings and like hundreds, if not thousands, of eyes. Text the twins Text the twins
0: Oh yeah, so if you if you if you don't have a problem with graphic stuff like that and everything and kind of gory aspects of stuff and everything then you'd probably dig this game if, if, if you like the hack and slash kind of stuff like God of War or stuff like that Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not as combo heavy as Devil May Cry. It is way more akin to of, pretty God much of God War. of War. But if you just really want to...
1: Now, get into something that that kind of touches on the Christian mythos itself this is definitely a game for you. Because there's not a lot of media out there that actually want to dig into Christian mythos. Yeah. And I, I love that shit.
0: I really do. I know I don't sound I, I th- like a I think Christian. it's Christian. I think one of the main reasons because... I know we're getting into like pretty heavy t- subject here just because... I think a lot of people are scared to dig into it because it is a religion that is heavily followed today. It's yeah. not like... Greek mythology, Norse mythology, and all yeah. that, or you can do whatever you want with it because yeah, nobody no, no, cares. And no
1: one's going. The only people that are
0: going to be butt hurt by it are historians. Yes, but like when it comes to something that's actually currently being followed, it it, it really gets heated, touchy heated. This this
1: is definitely a game that I would say was not very popular in the Bible Belt. Hell no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it sticks true to the. Well, true. To the true ish. Well, it sticks true as it can with what it's trying to do, with the Christianity yeah. story and everything like that, and how things work. So, I mean, it's not doing anything wrong. It's just over exaggerating hell pretty much. Then again, I don't know if you can over exaggerate hell. No, you you really can't. But anybody who makes a video game where you take place and that takes place in hell, every. Per, every company or something like that that makes a video game you can, know, you can look hell's like, gonna be different you just, can go as far into the into the fucking left field as you want like just and it
1: would still make sense
0: yeah like look at like Doom their version of hell and Doom then look is very at, tame yeah look at this Doom's hell is very tame look at this version look at like Agony's version which sucked but but I don't I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the hell in Agony was actually really hell it's cool but the game is trash yeah <laughs>
1: All right, before this turns into a political episode, a religious episode, let's move on because I, I, I think me and Caleb could literally go on for like like two out two or three hours just talking about this yeah. because of our situation. The next one, I played and I beat it, and, and quite frankly, I didn't expect it to be this good, and I'd never hear anybody talk about it the only reason i even heard about it is because i was over at a friend's house and he was like hey i saw this trailer about a game that i thought was pretty cool would you like to check it out i'm like yeah sure i watched the trailer and i was like oh okay this game seems pretty cool but i don't have a switch is it it's a switch exclusive by the way (laughs) and um and i was like i don't have a switch but this game would be fun as hell to play if i had one and this was like the second game i think i bought for my switch i bought this before smash bros yeah what was the
0: first game I bought for my Switch?
1: I think this might have been the first game I
0: bought for my Switch. I know the first one I had for my Switch was Mario Odyssey. That's just because it was with it when I bought it. And yeah, Breath I, of the Wild came with mine. Okay, then I went and to GameStop right after I bought it. Like, literally, I bought it, got in my car, went to GameStop, and then bought Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but um, this game I'm talking about is a game
1: called Astral Chain, which I think I mentioned it in my favorite game of all did. time. And so I'm not going to try and dig too deep on it. Because I already did it in a previous episode, but this game does not receive near as much love as it as it doesn't get. It is dope. It really is. Like the game is so fun. The mechanics are. If you really want to talk deep. about a game where combat is endless and this... and actually really fun, and you can mix it up to where it's never
0: like no two scenarios are ever the same. No. And, like, if you want a game where combat is just pretty much an endless tree of whatever you can do, this is a game for you. Yeah. Because this thing is, like, the combat's stupid. The you, combat is stupid for You can, like, you can pretty much set the, like, the combat itself has settings. And you can either set it to where it's piss easy, you just press one button, you do cool combos, but it's going to be, like, the same combo. And then, or you can set it to, like, medium or something like that. and then no, you like, No, 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 because even, because I played, because this was the first game I ever, it was the first time I ever played it.
1: And I still wasn't necessarily used to the Switch's controls team. I, I played it on piss easy. But you could still... It wasn't like you pressed one button. Yeah. You just... Uh, you could still string together like... Whenever I say combos, I don't necessarily mean like in DMC where you can just literally just mix and match whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like... But not. But you just press one button and only one combo came out. That was not the thing. Yeah. You still had to string together. You had to get your certain... Um, God, what? what's the word for it? You had to... Well, Caleb, you can probably think of it. You have to, like, build steps through the combo. You, know, you kind of know what I'm talking about? You have to, like, perform action, action, action. Then you can perform this step.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not... not I wouldn't say a wreck-a.
0: It It's... Uh, you're getting into fighting games terms.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like how the combat works. It's like, you, it's like you perform, like, hit, hit. And then you could either, like... And then, like, you could decide what to do after that. Like, yeah. after that. And you had a couple of options and then after those options you had a couple of options. And the thing is, we compared it a little bit to how Jojo's is because you basically have a stand, which are called legions. Yeah. And everything. And you have if you have a great sword, you have your fast sword, you have a bow, you have dog, you have the punchy boy the punchy boy is so fun punchy boy was so you,
0: you fun. can literally hop up inside of him and then like do like order orders yeah you can you, <laughs> yeah, control
1: him manually but yeah that the game was fun the it, it truly felt like i was playing with a very competent player because the ai in that game is actually really good yeah and it surprised the shit out of me for how good it was the music is phenomenal oh yes the art style it's 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 kind of, I wouldn't say bland anime because there are a lot of bland anime games out here. It, it's a, the little, it's a little it's a little
0: heavier cel-shaded to me it on is. the lines. I,
1: I think it is because it's, it's not as bland anime as a lot of games are. Yeah. And the combat, the combat, like I said, it, it took me by surprise by how good and how deep it got. Like, it just, it, it shook me because I wasn't expecting the game to be as good as it was.
0: And pretty much a small little, like, Part of the story, like towards the beginning, it's pretty much like there's a there's like aliens coming to earth, and the that, that's basically what the legions are they've found a way to capture these things and use them as weapons, and that's yeah. basically what happened and like you're part you, of you yeah you're you're part of the
1: police force you're yeah. a cop, you're just a regular beat cop, yeah,
0: but you get to use an alien
1: as a weapon <laughs> I'm not really sure if they are I think they might be aliens, but i don't 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 quote us on that hundred percent sure it's been like. It's been a hot minute since yeah. I played that game.
0: But one thing that is cool though is like the combat isn't just strictly limited to your legion. You can attack and stuff too. Yeah,
1: you can do your own combos. You have your own weapons and everything, and it's just it's a fun game. And you
0: have guns. Yes, because
1: you're a cop. You got to <laughs> have a gun. Yeah, police brutality, baby. You got to have it.
0: <laughs> but um,
1: I don't know. I think that's, I think that's enough about that. that, that um,
0: yeah, I think that covers it pretty good there. Why it's good. Yeah. Um, no. On to the next one,
1: and this was another game on my on my top ten of all time. In fact, this one was number two on my top ten, and it's Dragon's Dogma. I'm not going to go... I, I know I said I wasn't going to go too deep in the Astral chain, but I really don't want to go too deep into this one because I could for hours. Damn good RPG. Really unique, in my opinion, for an RPG. Made by the same dude who made Devil May Cry. Yeah. This was, and it doesn't fight anything like Devil May Cry. Yeah, no. This was an in-between project. I don't, I don't really know if i call it a passion project. I'd, I'd call it a passion project. I would, too, because the dude has only made, what, DMCs. Like, he's yeah. only played
0: DM, like, blah, 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 blah. he's only made DMCs. As far as I know, I think he's only really made DMCs. Yeah, and this
1: is, like, the first RPG that he's ever made, really.
0: Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, there's
1: a game coming out, if I'm not mistaken, called, it's either A Rise of Awakener or Rise of Awakener. P- I need to show you the trailer. Okay, guys, look it up. It is looking to be the next Dragon's Dogma. Oh okay. it not it's not it's not it's not a Dragon's Dogma 2 by any yeah. means, but this is someone's like this is someone's own IP that they're taking. The combat looks very similar, but a lot more flashy than Dragon's Dogma. There, from what, another thing from what I've seen, which it's still in early development because the game doesn't come out to like another two years. Oh, okay. So, there's like the same enemy climbing mechanics, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. There are multiple different weapons and there are actually pretty decent abilities from what I've seen. But the only issue I'm going to have with it, I think it's a PS5 exclusive. Ah! Well, hopefully within two years we can actually get some. (laughs) I'm going to have to look that up. I think it might have been PS4 and PS5. But with the game being that new, and everything, I'd really, I'd rather play it on newer hardware. Yeah, because I don't really. I mean, that, that's the reason why Caleb hasn't bought the new Spider-Man games or that, the
0: or really Resident Evil or yeah, because we want. And the reason why I haven't started Valhalla yet. Yeah, because, Far Cry Six, which me and him are both playing right now. I this is the only game so far, like. I guess you could say is like a new game that is like can be played on newer hardware that and I bought. on That's because, because Ubi's hardware.
1: usually pretty okay about that. Kind of their stuff. stuff
0: usually stays pretty pretty damn well optimized.
1: Yeah, which is something I gotta respect about Ubi, whether or not the
0: gameplay or whether like, or not you want to crap on Ubisoft's game design or like how they make their games. Their I don't games, care. Their games are fairly optimized for the console that you play. Yes. on.
1: Yes, which on the on the console I'm playing on, it's an Xbox Series S, and everything. And I'm, I'm glad I got that because. To me, whenever I play new gen games, it feels like I'm playing a, like a new gen game. Yeah, and all that good shiz and all that. So I, I say that's enough about. Your, well, I didn't even give anything. You didn't really story.
0: give anything. On
1: I, but I think I did on the first. I, th- I think I did on the other on the other. Episode, I don't think you though. really
0: talked about the story too much. You just talked about like
1: a little bit of it. But uh, the story, what it basically comes down to, big mean red dragon comes down, eats your soul out of me. No, eats your heart out of your body. L-
0: literally, he just sticks his nail in your chest yeah. and pulls your heart out.
1: Yeah, eats it, and he's like, "Come fight me, <laughs> whatever you're powerful enough
0: that is." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> much just a the bit like the most brutal shit talk you've ever seen in your life.
1: I really wouldn't even say that because he's very respectful throughout the entire game. He, he really is. He, he never comes off as a, I'm going to kill you motherfucker. Yeah, he's he, not he a douche. Off, he comes off in a way that I want you to beat me. I want you to get powerful to yeah. beat me. And like to me the final boss itself it's I, I, I like he is the final well, final boss. Putting, putting quotes around that. But uh <laughs> Excluding the DLC, but then again, yeah. if you buy a copy of Dragon's
0: Dogma... You get the DLC, usually.
1: But but he te- he is the final boss of the main campaign. Yeah. No, he's not. I'm fucking no. stupid. It, it, he's not the final boss. It makes it, It's like the same thing with Monster Hunter and Nergagante. Whenever you beat Nergagante and everything, you think you're done. <laughs> but whenever you beat the dragon, you think you're done. You're not. No. You, you're not at all. There's, you, there's somebody he, else you end up killing, and then, you know... The cycle continues. Yeah, which if you watch the anime, the anime itself—did you did you ever finish the anime? I didn't. So, yep. Okay. <laughs> so the the anime is still the same red dragon. I think it's voiced by the same dude. You play as Vanilla Willy character. Vanilly Willy, which is the character you start out as in the tutorial and everything. I'm pretty sure it's not the exact same one, but they have the same skin color, the same hair, same hair color. There is yeah. it's basically the same person, but the anime what it what it is is that um dragon comes basically does the same shit, so you have to find your way to the dragon and everything you fight him, and then it's something that they' really never touched upon is like the sins that you've committed and everything because the character commits the sin of wrath, and he ends up actually becoming the next dragon. He kills the dragon, and but he eventually evolves in the next dragon. Sorry for spoiling the anime; it didn't really follow the story like the like the game story that okay. well. Yeah, so you're not really missing out. It's okay. like its own unique story. And he ends up becoming the new dragon, and all of that because of his sins. And honestly, like, like that's pretty much how the game goes, except you don't become the next dragon. Yeah, but well, something different does happen, which which I I thoroughly enjoy. But it's a fun game. Story is fairly simple. It's uh, I would compare it to kind of how Dark Souls does its story. It's not really in your face. You just kind of kind of figure it out. Yeah. There are definitely in your. It's it's a lot more in your face than what Dark Souls is. Dark Souls is not in your face at all. Whenever it comes to the story. Yeah, like Dark Souls, you get like a couple snippets of dialogue and everything. And the rest of it, you got to read. read. Yeah, and the rest of it you have to read in your items. But Dragon's Dogma, there are specific story segments that do take place. Yeah, but it's still kind of. Okay, this, this and this. Oh, yeah. okay, so this, this and this. That is basically how it follows suit. So
0: Yes, play Dragon's Dogma. Please do. So Pillars uh this next game is Pillars of Eternity. If you don't like isometric uh top-down you, RPGs like Diablo and uh stuff like that, Fall, to me I would definitely compare it more to Fallout. Well, yeah, it is also made by Obsidian.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't include the uh the action point system, which is no. something I enjoy. The uh the story you play as a as a dude who ends up becoming what they call the Watcher. And my foot is asleep, and it is bugging the piss out of me. <laughs> but um, you play as a dude, and you end up becoming what is called the Watcher. And I'm I'm going to say the second game is, is underrated as well. Because yeah. I, I love the shit out of both of them. Yeah. I, I really did. So I'm going to say the second game is underrated as well. I'm just going to kind of tie the two together. You end up becoming this dude called the Watcher. You get, like, these, uh, these powers and everything. This is set in a very medieval fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, type area you have like elves, spells, where like werewolves and shit like that. Blobs, it's it's. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was because I was during this time. I'm glad I found it because during the time I found it was in a time that I really couldn't find a game to scratch my itch. Yeah, and this was like I said earlier. an itch I didn't know I needed scratched. And whenever it did finally scratch it, I was like, wow, this is actually really good. It is a very true-to-source RPG. Mm-hmm. This is about as close to a and d video game as it can get, in my opinion.
0: That is still somewhat really good. Yeah. Baldur's Gate, I'm not crapping on, but... <laughs> well, up-to-date, more or like. less. Yeah, up-to-date. Yeah, this game... the The two games just... Just recently, within
1: like the what, like the like the past four years, just got ported to the console. Yeah, they're really good. The graphics, I wouldn't say I'd probably give the graphics like a like a six or seven out of ten. They're really
0: good for what it but is. But you don't need like super top tier graphics for an no. isometric game, honestly. No,
1: the story itself is phenomenal. You follow the path of the Watcher. You get to choose what class you want to do. You get to choose
0: abilities. Your race, your complete race. Complete customer uh, complete character customization. American customer customization. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, it, it, it's it's not as
0: in-depth as D&D but it definitely takes a lot from D&D yeah it's not like Baldur's Gate where if you pick core rules you're just going to have a bad time Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's, if I'm not
1: mistaken in the game's mechanics there's still technically a dice roll that happens Yes, but it's like an internal dice roll and all of that and it's not it's more of a point and click type combat in a way well you you have like you have your abilities on hotkeys and everything. Yeah. It's a fun game. I would not say simple.
0: No. I would not say simple. I can't really think of a lot of hardly any isometric games that are
1: simple. <laughs> yeah. To the,
0: the, per, per se. The
1: combat is fun, the mechanics are fun. Build your characters wisely. You meet some very, very interesting companions along the way. And honestly, the, the companions you meet in that game are honestly some of the best companions I'd say you ever meet in a video game. Yeah. Because they're, it's Obsidian wrote this game, so you know Obsidian, so you know the the dialogue and how the story plays out. And it's going to be absolutely fucking phenomenal, hands down. It's going to be great, and um. The companions are good. Their stories are good. Their dialogue is great. I love everything about it. And in the second game, well, you, you follow th- because okay, you like I said, you follow the path of the watcher. You end up finding Big Antag, and whenever you, whenever you find Big Antag, you, you fight them and everything. Second game takes place because if I'm not mistaken, you su- you kind of, unalive a little bit. Yeah and in the second game you're basically awoken by one of the uh by one of the gods of the universe and whenever that happens you continue the path of the watcher but in, it doesn't do a, a big time skip but it feels like it does because you go from the era of medieval fantasy to very hardcore pirate fantasy yeah which it, it feels like a huge time skip but I I'm, I don't really think it is. I but wouldn't say it's like a gigantic one. It, it, it's it's more okay. Let's just it's not say, like, let's just say everything takes place at the same time. It's a very big regional skip. Yeah. So you go from X play style and X setting to this play style and this setting. Yeah. Which the game the second one plays the exact same way. Yeah. The story's different and everything. You get pirate stuff though. Yeah, and you get to pilot of pirate ship and all that good stuff. You get to have naval combat. Fun-ass game, both of them are. Second one is definitely better than the first one. Mm -hmm. That's because they learned from a couple of their mistakes. But still, the first one slapped ass. Second one slapped my other cheek. (laughs) And everything. (laughs) So, I mean, I was very satisfied in the end. Oh, man. Enough enough about Pillars. A game that I have never even heard of. I think I've
0: heard of. I talked about it at the pawn shop.
1: Yeah, but I had never played, and Caleb was like, "Ooh, this game could go on here." I'm like, "I don't even know what the hell that is."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this game is called Two Worlds, and uh, I'm including Two Worlds and Two Worlds Two. I prefer Two Worlds Two a little more, but so I can't really remember uh, a lot of the story. Uh, but it's basically just a it's a it's a medieval style RPG and everything, and it's got pretty much a premise of the story. You have a big bad, you have to kill and everything like that, and you beat a bunch of people and all that, but. The thing I like so much about this game is one, it is incredibly fleshed out for a game that, until I played it back when I was younger, I didn't even know it freaking existed. <laughs> and I never hear people talk about this game ever. Like, literally, the only people I've ever heard talk about this game are me and my older brother. That's because he's the one that got me to play it. And. The game is incredibly fleshed out. The combat is incredibly fleshed out. Everything in it, like, you have so much you can pretty much do and build with and everything and make your character how you want and all that. And honestly, what I thought was really dope about this game, this was one of the first games I ever played, Trevor, where you could shoot more than one arrow off a bow. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was dope. (laughs) It's like, oh, yes, I could shoot two arrows off my bow. But... It, it it's a, it's it's got all all the things you really want to you need to play a uh, RPG. Basically, you can set yourself up to be somebody who uses a uh, melee weapons and stuff like that, or you can be a ranged person that likes to use bows and all that and everything. I think they have crossbows in the game as well, if I remember correctly. From what I'm looking and then at, you have magic and everything as well. From what I'm looking at
1: in the in the pictures of it, it just looks like a. It looks damn near the same as Oblivion, like graphics. Oh yeah,
0: no, it, it's it's old.
1: Yeah, by lo- today's standards. Well, yeah, it, it, I'm because, like I said, I've never even heard of this game. But it is
0: it is extremely good, and on top of that, like all the like, I remember vividly playing it. Even though I can't remember a lot of the story, I remember the story being pretty, pretty good, pretty damn good. And to me, the game, the game, whenever I played it back in the day, was just so damn fun. And I played it for, I think it was three weeks straight. <laughs> Whenever I played it back in the day, I'd like go like go to go to school, come home, play it. Go to school, come home, play it. At some point in there, I ate and shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> That's very few and far between. <laughs> but it was it is an extremely fun game, and unfortunately, it's probably a little harder to get a hold of nowadays. I mean, if you have a PC, you can probably get on Steam, if I remember correctly. Yeah, And then, in terms of consoles, if you don't have a PC, the only things I know that I think it's on, is I know for sure it's on PlayStation 3, and I think it's also on Xbox 360. Just go to
1: your your local GameStop. If you can't find it there, go to Amazon. I'm pretty sure you can find a copy. Hell, I mean, I don't
0: know if Xbox might even have it on its store, possibly. Probably, maybe. I'll have to look at it. I'm not entirely sure. But it's a a really good game. Uh, I never really played the first one, but if it's anything like the second one, Oh, the second one's good. Play the second one. What's the first one called? One world? Two worlds. <laughs> they just put a two behind it.
1: So that's four worlds. Yes.
0: <laughs> two worlds times two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So we we'll won't go too heavy into that, but if uh, yeah, uh uh give it a try if you want to and try it out. If you like RPGs and stuff like that, then it's it's more of a third person, it's not first person like Skyrim or Oblivion or anything like that, even though Trevor said the graphics are pretty akin <coughs> to oblivion but yeah it's it's a third person style game and there's so much shit you can get in that game dude like I remember like the entire time I was playing I just kept finding more weapons and more armor and they were all different and they all did different shit (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you have a lot of versatility in that game and what you can do and how you want to act and everything like that and what you want to actually put on your character and use but enough about that Get on your Harleys
1: and crank that engine up because 'cause we're about to ride into the of life of a man named Deacon St. John, which, if you didn't know, is Star Killer in the Force Unleashed, which I thought was pretty cool. And also the vampire from Being Human. Yeah, but getting back to being a Hell's Angel, <laughs> you play as this man called Deacon St. John, and the world taken over by freakers or zombies. If you're a if you're a regular person, you get taken over by world. And, By freakers. (laughs) And you're this biker man. You got your wife, and you got your biker buddy who happens to lose his arm. Spoilers! And you have to go around fighting off these freakers. And people. And people.
0: (laughs) But mainly freakers. Honestly, I'd say you fight people more than you do the zombies. (laughs) I call bullshit.
1: i i I bet no, there ain't no way I have yet to fight off a horde of five hundred people <laughs> well okay, so, so getting off the biker bullshit, uh, did I say the title of this game? No, you didn't okay, the title of the game is Days gone. It's a playstation exclusive, and quite honestly it is I wouldn't say it's my favorite zombie game by by any means, I loved it, but it is definitely the 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 way that they did the zombies was super fun, yeah, because the zombies worked on kind of a hive mind. And there were times that you would find hordes of zombies. And whenever I say hordes, I don't mean like Walking Dead where it's like 20 zombies. like, oh my god, it's a horde. What are we going to do?
0: Hit hit the Asian man in the head with a baseball bat. So that's pretty much it. But no. We're talking about enough zombies to where you will run out of ammo in all of your guns. Yes. I mean, it
1: is literally hordes of like 500 plus zombies.
0: Yeah. Which is one of the big selling points of this game back when it got announced. Yes. And you have to act like you can actually like... They they can run faster than you, so basically you have to use the environment and whatever you can to try and slow them down and kind of take them out. Yeah, it's 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 a stressful ass game. Oh yeah,
1: it's very stressful but super fun, super fun because it's just I'm trying to a way that I can kind of compare it. Think of Dynasty Warriors with how the like just the amount of enemies they throw at you. Yeah. Except that enemies can actually fuck you up. <laughs> 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 and you ha- and you have a and you have LMGs and grenade launchers and you don't get a flamethrower, do you? I think you do, if I remember. I don't remember, but yeah, ride right off on your motorcycle into the sunset. Yes, you have a
0: motorcycle and you can upgrade it and do cool stuff with it.
1: Right, ride right off on your motorcycle to the sunset with a hand of- with freaker ears in your pocket. That was the currency of that game of freaker ears. Yeah. Well, which, was thankfully enough, I'm pretty sure that they realized that it would be a shit mechanic if you had to go and manually pick up all the ears from the bodies. So you could walk through a horde and pick up like 120 ears in one go. Yeah. Which was very convenient, because just imagine, you kill a hundred something freakers in one run, you had to go over there, press X to confirm, press <laughs> X to confirm, press X to confirm, yeah.
0: No. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's kind of a it's like if you put Sons of Anarchy and The Walking Dead together, but you made The Walking Dead way more daisy, yeah, and brutal. Yeah. Uh, but like you fight zombies and people because of course there's always going to be conflict with people no matter what. We're human beings; we fight each other. Yes. Um, it's the way of man. The story it, it's a pretty lengthy game actually. It really is. But and there's a lot of side shit to do. I think yeah. That's what makes it lengthy. But the in terms of the story, the story is really good uh it it gets pretty deep in some parts of it and also on top of that like just in terms of the world the world's not it's pretty interesting yeah and everything and like there's different like areas you go to and all that and a lot of them are pretty different from each other even though they're pretty much the same somewhat areas just a lot happens
1: i mean it it might seem like a like a generic zombie game on the surface but it's really not no no it's really not. I, w- I would give it a go if you have a PlayStation. I really would. I'd recommend it to anybody.
0: Yeah, and I think it's one of those games they might be making uh, like on, like putting it on PC as well. Oh, are they? Yeah, I've heard talk about that. Okay. So possibly if you have a PC you could play it at some point soon. I don't really know yet. Uh, not 100% confirming that. But it's it's really great and it's fun and you can spend a lot of time on it if you want to. Well, so, which knowing
1: Sony, if the game gets enough popularity and, and enough demand from PC players, they'll put it on PC. Yeah.
0: Now the next game we got, which
1: I whenever I whenever Caleb told me about it that he was going to put it on the list, I I kind of wanted to disagree with it because I've heard a lot of people say good things about this game, and I'm one of those people. I played this game and I loved it. But I've also heard a lot of good, like a lot of people talk about it. But it definitely didn't get like the big media hyper, like the big meme hype, like a lot of like a lot of other games. But well, surprisingly, there. it did get a remaster. Yes, it did get a remaster. <laughs> oh, excuse me. And this game is called Kingdoms of Amalur. It is a BioWare game. Yes. early BioWare. Let, yes. let me put it like that. Which I, 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 think, you know, I think
0: time frame wise, this is. Bef- it's was before Mass Effect, I think.
1: No, it's not. No, it takes. It's not. No, it's no. No, no, it's like during the Mass Effect because you get the Omni Blade weapon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah you, get, yeah, you can get you can get like Omni Blade yeah. weapons in this game. Well, yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think it's. I think it might have been either before three or during three because I remember opening up a copy of three and it was like, enter this. No, I think it was before three because I think I remember I opened up the copy of Kingdoms of Amalur. And there was a code where you can get the Omniblade weapon. But it, there was like a because you know like in older games and everything, whatever you opened them up, and it had like a booklet, which I don't think this game really had a booklet, but it had more like pro, like promotional posters. Not posters, but promotional like cards. Uh, yeah, cards. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I think Mass Effect three was a promotional card in that one. Okay. So I think it takes place in between two and three. Yeah. I could be I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm not gonna be butthurt if I am wrong if someone corrects me. But yeah, so yeah, Bioware made it and
0: it's it's a another medieval fantasy RPG. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but this one's got a little more of a, a what Dragon Age feel to it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, actually,
1: <laughs> it, it, it's you, <laughs> you, you, you could really. It's a Dragon Age of the Bioware game too. <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you could you could easily compare it to to Dragon Age. Yeah, the, the combat isn't the it, art style wise.
0: It's a little more cartoony cartoony but it's not too cartoony
1: the combat itself is very like very much like dragon age but it's not like you stand still and your character just attacks yeah you still have to think of it
0: more of a kind of dragon age 2 you still have to do like manual attacks
1: and everything i don't remember much about the story but i remember like my favorite mechanic what was the what was Uh, it called the rift yeah like the rift mechanic where you got to like summon spectral weapons and everything like that
0: and just do like brutal kills and everything. Because they call you like a rift walker or something like that? I don't remember. I think so, though. But, yeah, like, basically, like, the story is you it's another medieval game with the story of you're the chosen one pretty much i mean that's uh, if you ever notice there's a medieval game hey chances are all the story is going to involve something evolving around you being the chosen one skyrim yeah. you're the dragonborn <laughs> oblivion you had to be in the. you happen to be in the right jail cell
1: <laughs> i probably hit the wrong jail cell
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh man i was i was just in prison now i gotta go fight hell <laughs> it's
1: like, man i just i'd rather just get just just have big john come over here and oh, it's
0: like it. dragon age inquisition you're you get the mark. Yeah, you're the chosen one. Yeah, As, I mean, they, they they do that a lot with like medieval style games. Not, sometimes not even medieval style games. Some sci-fi games. Oh, like do that like too. Mass Effect, you are the commander. You are the one. Yeah, you are Commander Shepard. Yeah, they put a
1: lot a lot of emphasis on you are. Yeah, but, but uh, we're getting we're actually
0: getting close at the time. So do you just want to speed through these next four? Yeah, we yeah we we'll go ahead and make this a a, a, a Warner. A, yeah, a Warner. Uh, but yeah, King's Vamplore is great. Uh, it's a good RPG it's a very solid RPG oh yeah Uh, the next one's Battlefront 1 not not to
1: get confused with the modern Battlefront yeah, one. Yeah, like the, this is the Battlefront one that is the game that come before that came before OG Battlefront two. This is OG Battlefront one. Yeah, I don't see near as many people talk about this game as I do Battlefront two. Just mainly because I, Battlefront two, of course, it was a lot better. Mm-hmm. But to me, Battlefront one still <laughs> was still solid as shit. Yeah, but it. But Battlefront. What, what did they have? Did they have? They didn't have clones of Battlefront one, did they? Hmm.
0: Yeah, because
1: yeah, Geonosis was a map. Oh, okay. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't remember for sure. But uh yeah, to me the game was good and you got to ride like your you got to ride like uh TIE Fighters on land and everything. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty nice and all that. Just 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 think of uh just think of Battlefront two but toned down a little bit.
0: Yeah, and, and a couple of mechanics that it that Battlefront Two decided to remove. Like like to me. In a shooter, I think going prone is kind of an essential mechanic. Yeah,
1: in a way. But be- I guess in terms of Battlefront, it's it kind of I can see why they took it away because Battlefront's always been more of a rush in yeah. in your face type shooter than, a, than you, you're f- mainly
0: strafing around and stuff to avoid things and everything. Yeah, and then, really- then rather stand behind cover.
1: Yeah, but uh, it's it, it it's a Star Wars game. It takes place. Well, you are a trooper, is basically.
0: Yeah. And uh, so The hero it, system was, I think it was a slightly different in this one, wasn't it? Like, so the way it worked a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I can't remember either. It's been years since I've played this but, game. Yeah, Battlefront 1. Uh, Damn good game. Yes. Uh, the next one is one I put on here. Trevor does not know what the hell it is. Never even heard of it. It's called yeah. Killer 7. <laughs> um, this game is weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you like weird, you would probably like it. But basically, like the the story of it is like it's whack. If you want to know the story, honestly, I can't explain it to you. You have Welcome to look up it up. You'd you have to look it up. It's whack. Like it is extremely whack. And the like basically the whole premise of the enemy is like this uh this this group of criminals or something like that called like the uh, <clears throat> heaven heaven smile or something like that basically. And the way the combat works is a little strange, and the way movement works and stuff like that is strange as well. Basically, you can akin it. You can kind of say it's an on rail shooter in a way, but basically what it is, like, if, when you move through the environment, you have set ways you can move through the environment. So you can go straight down this hallway. You get to a door, you can either press right or left and go into those doors and stuff like that. But the thing is... Oh, so it's, like, pretty arcade in a way. Yeah, pretty much, but sort of not, because this, this is where it gets kind of weird you'd think it's kind of arcadey at this point but basically when you go through areas if you hear laughing you know there's enemies near you and the thing is you can only see the enemies when you aim your weapon and you have a button where you aim your weapon and you have to hit weak points on the enemy to kill it and you play as a like seven different characters is why it's called killer seven Uh, but (laughs) um And you get to uh, you can upgrade the abilities and everything of all these of all seven of these different characters because of the fact that you get blood from killing enemies you use their blood to upgrade and th- I think the reason why there's seven different people is because you're playing as one person that is seven different people yeah it's whack <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's weird but it's it's a pretty interesting game to play and it wasn't that bad back when I played it uh, I think we had it on the PS2? <laughs> so, I think it was a PlayStation 2. But yeah, it was weird, and it's whack, but it's cool. Yeah. The next one we got is... Um, Probably, mo- hands down, honestly, the, the better of the MK games.
1: Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. It is. They, they decided to move the direction of the game. Kind of like what Armageddon did. Yeah. Where where in Armageddon, it was more of like a beat 'em up but you still had your one-on-one... To like, like side scroller fight not side scroll but you still had like your basic your basic Mortal Kombat fight yeah but in this game it was just arcade beat the fuck out of them yeah it was a beat em up yes the main the two main characters which if you couldn't guess from the title Shaolin Monks you play as Liu Kang and Kun Lao which if you use cheat codes like I did you, you got can to get play, Scorpion and Sub-Zero you got to play as Scorpion and Sub-Zero and And you get the I don't... Do you fight... I think you fight... I think you end up fighting both of those. Yeah. I know you fight Scorpion
0: for sure. I do know that.
1: But, uh... Yeah, and you also get, like, their abilities and everything, like... To the core, and fun ass game. I'd highly recommend it to anybody. Better with two people mm-hmm. because the, some of the boss fights are really bullshit. Yeah, and uh, it's only really fun with two people. And and, and some of the boss fights, just just the Shao Kahn boss fight, it's only fun with two people. Shao Kahn's always bullshit. Shao Kahn kicked my ass. I never, <laughs> I never beat that game. Never did. Really? I never beat that game. Huh. I never did. I loved the shit out of it. Played it through with every. Played it up until the point with Shao Kahn with every character. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Shadow Monk's fun as hell. You, you uh, so you still had your Fatalities, mm-hmm. you also had Mutalities, and, br- well, no, no, let me say it in order, you had your Fatalities, your Brutalities, and your Mutalities. Yeah. No, no, that's not even in order, it's Fatalities, Mutalities, and then Brutalities, because Fatalities is your one-on-one special kill, your Mutalities, because that's multiple. Yeah. You, um. You
0: can kill you, multiple
1: enemies with them. Yeah, you kill you killed several people in one go. Brutalities, you went into like this rage mode and your character became overpowered as fuck. <laughs> and your abilities, you could spam them at fucking will. Yeah. And oh my god, playing that game, honestly, it was fun with 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 uh, with Kun uh Kun Lao and uh Luke Kane, but honestly to me that game's brutalities really shined. With Scorpion and Sub Zero, yeah, just th- those players played different, well, or those characters played different, and honestly, they 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 felt better in the brutality mode. But you didn't get brutality until you were like what, like seventy percent way through the game, yeah, yeah. You had to be like really far into the game to get that. But uh, going off, of, and I hope I, I hope they make another Shaolin monks here soon. I really
0: do, especially with modern graphics. I'd be well cherry <laughs> on that cake, baby. But uh, uh, yeah, next game and the last one on this little list, we got. Far Cry Primal, and yes, Far Cry is a pretty big series. But the thing is, I don't really hear a lot of people talk about Primal, and I actually enjoyed the hell out of it. And and from what I've heard about Primal, I've only heard praise. Yeah, and the thing is, I think I think the problem is Primal kind of tends to get overshadowed by four and five. Yeah, because it released between them.
1: And it, and it also really
0: took a really big different approach. Yeah, it's it's set in the I guess you could say caveman era. Yeah, <laughs> and. Basically, like of course you're not going to have guns and stuff, so you have mainly like spears and bows and slingshots. Slingshots, which are well, not really slingshot, they're slings. Slingshot, basically. It's, but yeah, a slingshot is like you know, it's like. A well, little, it's
1: think of the David and Goliath sling. Yeah,
0: the sling from that basically, and you can get ability to where that sling can actually one shot somebody in the head. So, but and also like, to me the game the game is just great, and it's. Story-wise, it's pretty good. The, uh, one thing I think is really dope about it, honestly, is that they don't speak English. Yeah, like, they actually speak...
1: hinga dinga Yeah,
0: like that, and they subtitle it. So that was one thing I thought was pretty cool. And then on top of that, like, you can you can ride a freaking mammoth. So, I mean, I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> you can ride Saber tooth Tigers and stuff. It's pretty freaking cool. And honestly, the game... Is great. If you haven't played it, try it out. I mean, it's it's fantastic. (laughs) I think you can get the game for pretty cheap nowadays. Somewhat, I think it's like what, like thirty bucks or something like that. Probably. probably. But and you get it on sale. That's even better. But yeah, Far Cry Primal. Definitely try it out if you if you like the Far Cry series, everything. On top of that, I think that uh, was it. A Herc is the guy that they put in like pretty much every game, almost. I thought that was just like. Cause he was in, cause there was like the caveman version of like there was a caveman version of him with the same name in Primal and it was hilarious. No, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a it's a pretty good game and it's fun to play and I enjoyed it and honestly I'd play it again. <laughs> but yeah, that pretty much wraps up the list of underrated games we got here and uh, I think we can just call it off now. But this has been, as always. I am your host, Caleb Bersinner. And this is me, Trevor King Thick, And this has been another episode of All Save Disabled. We love you. We hope you return. And Peace. Was- Peace,
1: my brothers. <laughs> and we will see you in the next episode. Later.